Welcome to the Wedding People podcast with Rebecca Brennan-Brown and Rhiannon Elizabeth. That was nice. Thank you. I sort of sounded like I was about to sing. That would have been a turn oh, for the sing, works, Rebecca. wouldn't it? Not. I'd love to hear you sing. Could you imagine these sinuses singing? <laughs> It'd be actually horrendous. Like Britney Spears. Yeah, it would be disgusting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That was nice. This is podcast three that we've recorded in a row, so who knows how this is going to go. We might get a bit delirious. I am delirious. We're both through this. I'm definitely delirious. We haven't had lunch. No. I was thinking about offering you a margarita when you got here. Because I thought I'll help it I thought it would help us like settle into the uh, I and don't it, want to hear anything else that comes out of your okay, mouth. It, considering it, that you thought about it. Didn't give me Do you it, want a little margarita? Did... I'm going to get us a little margarita. Yes, I will. Right, actually. let's pause the recording. We're back and, and we've got little marks. To be fair, when you came round this morning, it was early, and now it's twenty past three, which is much more acceptable. Mar- it's margarita mar- time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Have you Thank tried you. it? Cheers, no, let me try it. Spicy mug. I like it. Mm. Right. So now Rebecca has given me an appropriate alcoholic beverage. We can continue with margarita. Yeah, actually, appropriate for what we're talking about. Oh yeah, margaritas. Yeah. What is the subject of this podcast? The Rebecca? subject is fun things. That your guests appreciate or just general fun things at weddings? Fun things at weddings. Yeah, okay. Margaritas. Oh my God, everyone <laughs> loves margarita. Margaritas. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a client at the moment who's like desperately trying to get us to find them a margarita bar. Like a truck. Have you seen the truck? I have not seen the truck. There's a truck, but it's in Scotland and it <gasps> looks like it's the only one in the UK. Mar- Anyone who does a margarita truck, please can you send us a direct message? Genuinely though, cocktails. People love a cocktail, and, but people are obsessed the espresso martinis after dinner. Because I was going to say, top three cocktails that you get asked for the most, go. Does Aperol Spritz count as a cocktail? Yes. Spritz bar. Aperol Spritz, mm. uh, espresso martini and margarita, closely followed by a Negroni. I would or go... Or an old-fashioned. Uh, yeah, old-fashioned. Old-fashioned, actually, not a Negroni. Negroni, I think, is up there. Espresso martinis, standard. Um, and a gin bar. Yeah, I had a that's gin not bar. a cocktail, is oh, it? Okay, well... Is, do, you you have... a, do you think a gin bar's a bit done? I did a gin bar. Yeah, but do you think like do you Rude. think you'll see many many gin bars next year? I'm booking more spritz bar. Yeah, I love over. A spritz bar. So like Lemon elder, chai. what's the elderflower? St Germain spritz, Hugo spritz, yeah. Aperol and Limoncello spritz. Yeah. But anyway, fun thing that always goes down well cocktails. Related okay. to that, do you know what I really like? That's really simple, but I think it's quite fun. Those little personalised napkins. Oh, they're so expensive. Yeah, but I love them. Yeah, I love them, but they are... They're not cheap. What are you talking about? Embroidered personal No, napkins. no. Like, printed cocktail napkins. That printed say, like, cocktail napkins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, like, the little square napkins that you have for cocktails? Paper napkins. You know, like... Oh, like my drap stuff. The square stuff. I don't know what that is. The stuff that you rip off of the reel. No, just like a little... Why do you not know what a paper napkin is? No, actually, oh I do know what do you mean. Let me show you a picture. A paper napkin. A paper napkin. I didn't I think did this was going to be the I difficult part of this. I did this with my friends. I did this with a client and she put her dog on, yes, on the napkin. Yes, exactly Fine, that. I thought you were talking about embroidered napkins. No, they person. are very expensive. <laughs> but I love them. They're very fun. Give me one of them and I'll wave that around for the whole evening. I mean more like, um, not this because I don't like the fun fact thing. But oh, cute! Yes, like, little things like that. Um, paper napkins. Did you start? You didn't say. Oh my god! I said paper napkins about four hundred times. Oh. I think they're quite fun. 
redid those at the start of this year. Also, you can get them that say all sorts of different things. Mm-hmm. We did them for a client that had their little cat on them. Mm-hmm. They were £146, I think, for... No, maybe £246 for 100 or something like that. Controversially, do you know what I don't like that a lot of people think is fun? What? A lawn game. Why? I'm not being funny. If I've got a pair of heels and I'm at someone's wedding, I'm not going to play Jenga during the drinks reception. No, I do think Jenga's a bit pointless. No, I mean, I get it. I mean, I get asked all the time because people want to do... And I think for kids, it has a place. They're a post-dinner reception thing. But in canapes, putting some lawn games out and putting croquet. croquet. I don't want to play croquet at your wedding. I want to eat the canapes, follow the people around with the canapes. I think that is very, very true. However, I also think if you have those things, mm. by the time people have loosened up, by the time you get to a post in a cocktail hour... Yeah, it's your wedding. You can have whatever you want. The Americans love the cornhole thing as well. You don't think we throw the beanbags yeah, in the hole? I don't get it, though. But I'm not an outdoorsy girl. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure we can say that you're not outdoorsy because you don't like Horton Hill. <laughs> hole. Um, I'm just not like I'm wearing my nice outfit you know like I can't move yeah, well, appropriately you're saying games. this but like the most one of the most fun times I've ever had as a guest at a wedding was doing the limbo line no not a limbo now, line now limbo is called? a completely different ball game well, now when it comes to limbo game, you have to bend over limbo comes out on the dance floor when I believe that I'm incredibly flexible <laughs> probably end up in A&E love a bit of a limbo um I did a festival wedding in September, three-day wedding, and the third day they had volleyball and they had loads of lawn games. Mm. I'm doing the same thing with an Australian couple I'm working with next year. They do like a touch football thing and they're doing yeah. all that. That's fun, but not on the wedding day, separate day. I think a lot of people don't want to that. do a triathlon of games on your wedding day. I'm not sure we can compare croquet to a triathlon, but... Anyway. All right. But if you love I... it, grand. And if you love a bit of Jenga, excellent. And as we're talking about, like... Fun. Mm. I actually think too much organised fun is really bad for a wedding. Like, if you think you can go too far with it. What's too far for organised wedding fun? Tell me. If you do, like, all the signs and all the personalised things and, like, personalised bands and personalised this and personalised that and there's games here and then there's a crisp station here and then there's this here and there's that there. Like, Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, all of it that is, like, sometimes it goes into the sense of, like, if people feel like they're being forced to have fun... Yeah. It then gets a bit like again selective fun. Yeah, is is good. Don't have all the fun all because the time. Because then you actually sometimes. really enjoy those moments. What do I find? Yeah, go fun? on. You like singers and entertainment and stuff, don't you? I do, but oh, I do. Oh, that musician, um, music magic. You love magic. <laughs> now look, I magicians get a bad rep. They you do. Know, they really do. Oliver B. Magic is hands down a wizard. He is a wizard, and he was at my wedding, lovingly gifted to me by one of my um, one of the planners that I work with often, and he was fantastic. He is an investment, but he is worth his weight in. I was going to try and come up with a really funny magic wordplay, but I'm just going to say he's worth his weight in gold. But he is brilliant. Yeah. I think they do have a place, but I agree with you that they get a really bad reputation for being really like tacky and, and crap. Cheesy, yeah. But yeah. some people love that. Some people like the DJ with the dicky bow tie who does all the MC and that suits some people. It's not my vibe. I love a confetti aisle. Yeah. That's so fun. That is fun. But the only thing with that is that, and I was thinking about this this morning, funnily enough, mm. if you do your confetti as you're walking back up the aisle from your ceremony, yeah. your photographer has a very limited amount of time to get that right. Yeah, never do. I, I, I dislike it. So we did one recently and we put packets just on the end of the aisles. Yeah, but even then, like, the aisle is a lot shorter than your confetti line would be. It is. It was a big wedding, though. 
So they had more opportunity. If you are going for, this was 150 guests. I actually think it's too much pressure. I completely agree with you. And you should do it after. Make it fun. Get everyone lining up. It's it's more of like a, because everyone's excited and elated after your ceremony. I don't feel like you need it then. But then doing it just before the drinks reception is also a nice way to kind of get everyone out and get everyone together and then have, have a whale of a time. Yeah. Just don't throw confetti in the bride's face. I actually always say that when I'm giving up the confetti. The amount of people that throw it in the bride's face and get stuck in all of her hair and her makeup. Yeah, that is annoying. Up. Throw yeah. it up. I do think if you do that as well, you need more confetti. Yeah. Like, more than you think. But when you're doing confetti, always check with your venue that you're allowed to do that and what of confetti yeah. to get because there are confetti rules. And a lot of people don't like a confetti cannon. Yeah, a lot of venues don't let you do that. They're actually not great for photos because they go too high. Just to take it back a couple of steps, mm-hmm. something that I do think genuinely has an impact on how fun a wedding is, I think there are two big things. One of them being design. And I think if you design a wedding in a way that is, I think really small choices here have a big impact. Mm. Even things like, this might sound ridiculous, but even in things like the font that you choose... Like, if you choose a really traditional font for your menus and stuff, yeah. it gives off the illusion that it's, like, a formal thing. Well, and if I that's what you want to do... conversation yesterday. That's fine. But the handwritten thing that's really popular at the moment... It's is more fun. Very relaxed and very fun. So, at the planning suite, we have an in-house illustrator called Billy Louise. Um, and if you want to use our in-house, you don't have to. I provide briefs to Billy to create stationery. But I, I, I got sent an example of a save the day and it was very formal calligraphy and very formal in regards to the the, the, the kind of standard font. And I was like, this seems very like high end, very formal, even changing exactly like you said to a, a looser um, handwritten style font yeah. creates a more relaxed vibe instantly. Yeah. And it's just text, it's just font. I had the same conversation with a client last year who was getting married at St Paul's. Mm. Oh, you did the wedding. Getting married at St Paul's. Mm. She was very, like... um, Elegant. Incredibly elegant. elegant. And was aware of how formal her wedding was because it was at St Paul's. Yeah. And we changed the font on all the stationery and she was like, I immediately feel so much better about it because now it just gives it that level of, like... Everybody can chill. Like, you oh don't right, have to be so it, she wanted it to be a bit more relaxed. Yeah, so she changed. The... Yeah, she called nice. me. And she was like, "I'm just really not feeling it. I'm really not feeling the design." And like, I put forward, gonna toot my own horn. I put forward a really nice handwritten one and said to her, "I think you should go with this." And she chose the more traditional one, and then came back to me and was, and then called me a couple of weeks later and was like, "It feels too traditional. It feels too." I think I'm I'm big into stationery, yeah. and I think that when you receive something it initially gives especially if it's a say the date or invitation it initially gives you the a feel of the wedding mm. um so i think if you you have that very elevated elegant look people are going to think oh this is quite a formal affair yeah at the same time i do think it's important to address though that just because you want it to be fun it doesn't mean it's not going to be elegant i think something that the wedding industry is really guilty of and the reason that my business is done quite well mm. is that if you say, I want a really fun wedding, quite a lot of the time with the marketing material you'll be faced with, if you Google that, is very bright colours, very garish, and very, like, kids party. 
I are you kind of referencing it because I know this is a certain look, like the seventies style. No, not even bold. that. Because I was like, like, that's really I love that design. Me, no, you no, do no. That well as well. Yeah, that's not what I mean. I mean that like there's a place for like if I search on Instagram for fun wedding, right? It will come up with loads of shit that's really brightly coloured and looks like a kids' party. And oh, I see is, what you're saying. There is space for something that is still really stylish and still really beautiful and really like no <laughs> that's a mess it's florals pampas streamers balloons it's all a, in one go it's no. just a mess no. like, but i think you i think fun does not i just think you can do fun without doing that do you know what i mean when i say kids party yes i do i do know what you mean but i think you know like um bold primary you know your colours. wedding that you did recently you had uh, the backdrop. Yeah. So many weddings. And it said till death. Yeah. Love that. Fun. And yeah. then you had some amazing... Um, they're not called streamers. It's a, what, no, they are. Oh, they're, they're streamers. streamers. Yeah. yeah, they're streamers. They're, they're really high end. And it looked fab. Yeah. It was like crisscrossing a, 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 across the top of the venue with this big, bold backdrop. Instantly you come in, you're like, wow, this is a vibe. I say quite often is I want to make you tables that are so beautiful mm. that you also don't care about kicking stuff off and dancing them after. Like, that's what I'm, that's yeah. what I'm aiming for. Yeah. And I think there are ways that you do that. And one of them is avoiding gold. Gold? Gold. Gold rims on stuff. Um, Immediately th- it makes things look more fancy and more like museum-y and that doesn't mean that there's not a place for really nice yeah. glassware I think there's but there's something I about gold I haven't used gold in a very very long time actually because I used it a lot a couple of years ago but I do think like gold is the little luxury yeah. touch that people want to have you know how you have your standard little envelope fold or napkin put it yeah. in a tie hang it off the side of the table like there's yeah, so many different things that you can do it's completely down to your personal taste I did an amazing roaming um, brass band. Yeah. They were amazing in a. I think in a roaming summer bands wedding. in general were really like a really good yeah. way to bring a vibe up. Interactive, moving around. Yeah, I really like Romeo. They're so good. It, they're moving around the dance floor with their like yeah. kit strapped to them. So good. Pandora Street Bots are very good at that as well. I've not worked them before. I like them a lot. Really like them and Traveling Hats. I like the OGs of that, right? Yeah, Travelling Hands are really, really good. Um, there is also a band called the Diamond Boys who are very, very good. There's loads, but a good roaming band is an investment. Yeah, for sure. They they tend to cost in excess of £3,000. Yeah, for sure. I know that. Um, and then some, yeah, And then some. But they are high demand and they're very good at what they do. But I think that's a really good thing that does make things feel a bit more fun. Mm-hmm. And again, like... This is something that I don't think is necessarily considered lighting. Oh, yeah. Like, just having the right lighting in the room. Like, you can spend as much money as you like on flowers, but if by the evening you don't have the right lighting... Uplighters can be so uplighters, simple. So simple, cost-effective. Two moving heads. Yeah. And yeah. I think a cost-effective way to do that with lighting is work with your DJ, because DJs tend to have yeah. some kit that they can add on. But uplighters change from, like, a nice warm colour in the afternoon to... A bold statement in the evening to change it up. Yeah. Um, when we had the marquee, we didn't have tons of budget for loads of lights, but we did a gobo. So we did like a really yeah. fun gobo across the top of the marquee in the evening, and we took it down to purple. Purple's not my vibe usually, but I loved it. Yeah, I do think like moving heads with like gobos are shapes. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. 
like a, sh- a pattern, a pattern. On, the, on the top yeah. of a ceiling or a wall. And you can, at- when you attach moving heads to that, which are the lights that kind of like go over the, like literally moving lights effectively, I think they make a huge venue feel smaller as well. They do. And they bring warmth. Yeah. Without having to add tons. Um, I, the wedding that we did, we did a wedding at St Pancras on the 11th of November mm. and they said that was the best money they spent was the lighting. Yeah, lighting so it just adds so much atmosphere. It's not always considered. Because no. like dinner lighting for me, I, I'm, I know that pin like spots, like pin spots that go on the tables in certain venues, if it's really dark, they like to add it. But I cannot and will never, just candles. Yeah. If they're allowed... Unfortunately, not yeah, but there's so many ways around that now, isn't there? Like, yeah, the LED ones, covered things that go and the, the pillar, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you call them? Candle sleeves? Um, I used to call them sheaves, and then kept getting told off for calling them sheaves. What did Fraser call it? I don't know, but yeah, something like that. They're basically a glass tube that go over a tall candle to cover and protect the flame. Yeah, a bit of promo, you can get them from black sources. You can just to go back to the designy thing, mm. those streamers, yeah, are from Streamer Delica. I love Streamer Delica, and I think they do a lot for a room. Stream Delica are, I listed in the last podcast about bride, uh, wedding shows and wedding fairs and most curious wedding fair is where I saw, when, where I saw Stream Delica for the first time right. and I was obsessed. So she's based in Leeds but obviously like I use mm. her in London quite a lot. Mm-hmm. The But proper streamers, not like yeah. the DIY ones that you have to untangle which yeah. can work if you're doing some bunting. Yeah. But these are like big, like big streamers attached to the ceiling like sometimes they're foil no flowers um, no yeah no flowers just the streamers yeah impactful they're they're very cool very fun yeah so we like that we like that now what's your view on draping i can't stand ceiling draping in particular all of it i can't stand any of it i I feel like if you're gonna do it you've got to do it big or don't do it at all because like four little I mean, my venue, Farbridge, that I got married in, have um, white fabric that can go over the um, the runs in there. I've got two beams. Beams, thank you. <laughs> but we had them going down I at the back of our venue much. rather than going up on the ceiling. Yours were nice, actually. I think it depends. It, a lot of people think of adding colour, and I think, like, white and something organic can can work quite quite nicely and create movement. But I think you have to be clever with how you do it. Like, if you have a massive barn and you're thinking of just doing two runs, mm. don't, don't save your money and don't do it. Mm. I would say focus on something else. Focal points are yeah. really important. And that's what you said about rather than doing everything. Yeah. If you're going to do it, I think you've got to do it properly, am I? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Otherwise, it just doesn't, it just looks a bit... Uh. I think sometimes as well, they can be put up by venues to try and, like almost like cover things up so like oh, sometimes they're covering like exactly. metal beams and stuff like that like there is one venue yeah. that lets itself down. you know exactly what yeah. i'm talking about it's horrendous. lets itself down clean your ceiling like when they're dirty they're disgusting clean your ceiling clean your white fabric that you've got hanging from the ceiling or yeah. clean the gorgeous structure that you've actually got above you and don't use it at all yeah venues that's something that i always check for the venues can sometimes not upkeep their they run correctly, in my opinion. Yeah. Because they're so busy churning out weddings. But I would say that's one disadvantage of getting married in the autumn as well, is that you're, yes. getting, you're picking up a venue at the end of a season. Yes. So it's more likely to be a bit more rough around the edges. But if you're going for a venue that is that, 
like a barn, a rustic barn, then I understand those yeah. features make sense. But when you are working in a venue that's A, charging what you're charging, but then not cleaning your ceiling. Yeah, yeah. And, I, yeah. and this wedding was did take place in the winter. Yeah, they're like, and their hire rate is like nine, ten grand. Yeah, I know. That's stupid. Not many, no. What do you think about sketch artists? Love them. I do think they're nice. Like, do you remember when we went to Banqueting House years ago? And yes. that Miss Magpie spy. Oh, yeah, she is great. She doesn't do weddings anymore, I don't think. No, but she, she did was excellent. a drawing of me and you, and I've still got that somewhere. I have, I have it hanging up on my board. But that was ages ago. The live event artist is very, very good. She's fantastic. She's, Rebecca's looking at me going, they are an investment. They are an investment. But affordable to those who can afford that. Yeah, there are other options as well. Like, I was at a wedding a couple of weeks ago where the bride booked somebody, and he was like 500 quid or something. So Mm. they definitely don't all have to be that expensive. Have you seen Rubbish Portraits? No. I love that. It's a um, photo booth, but... It's not. It's designed like a photo booth. And when you step in it, there's actually somebody in there who's doing a two-minute sketch of you. That's brilliant. And then she pops it out the side like you would get it from a Polaroid, you know, where you get passports done. What about photo booths? Mm. I think they still go down well. They do. They do. You have a photographer. They catch the like sillier shots. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I'm at a wedding and there's a feather bubble, I will absolutely be... I don't like the props. This is what I'm saying. I, I don't know. I like the vintage ones. Um, there's some fun style ones. I've, been, I've had a VW Camper one. The 360 photo booth I did recently. Yeah. Um, I think they are a element of money that you shouldn't necessarily... If you're trying to scale back, I'd scale back on the photo booth. And maybe yeah, add yeah. on your photographer for an extra hour of dancing in the evening. Yeah. You it could eat... I, I prefer backdrop, like, photo wall moments... Mm. where you've created an area that people can have photos at yeah. and then their photographer can just capture you in front of it. What do you think of uh, audio guest books? I've never done one. Them. I loved them when they first came out. I've never done one. I think 50% of the weddings I do have a guest book these days. I love a Polaroid. I did this at my wedding. I didn't have a photo book. I had Polaroid camera. Yeah. And I love that going in a guest book. They're fun. Yeah. All for them. I think that how much fun your guests have and how, much, how laid back your guests are feeds off of you 100% if you're not happy no no one's gonna have a nice time yeah moody bride like my the most fun wedding I did this year is that Joe and Justin yeah they were fabulous and they were so like amazing all day like Mm. you could just tell that they were having the best time yeah and that just like everybody just fed off of it it was unreal. It's a huge thing. If you're not having a great time nobody's having a great time and I think like they did loads of little touches that were like really indicative of them like their table plan was um records oh i saw this this was fun i built that i'm very mm. proud of myself. yeah very good that the table plan was like records of their so like the cir- circular part of the center of the record had who was sitting at that table mm. on it and like it was just really fun and really classy without being like gimmicky and rubbish you also did this with a table plan for books and it was their favorite yeah. books love that yeah. Make it. I think make it personal. Personal was fun because the one thing that I would say is I've encountered this on multiple multiple occasions this year. Nicknames, hilarious. Love them for your place cards. But please, oh please, oh please, when you're doing your place cards, please make sure it matches the table plan yeah. names that you've seen because 
Well, there's things like um, Donny, and it could be you. You get it. You'll get it from from that. Yeah. But oh my goodness, I've sifted through so many oh my things. God. Who's Jaws? I don't know. Oh no, I don't know who that is. Yeah. I don't want to be looking at your guests thinking, who's that person? Yeah. You know, but they're fun. Like, putting your... If there's a nickname, but I had a wedding which everyone had a nickname, which was so funny. But I was like, I hope they actually know that this is what they're called. Yeah. Yeah, that could be awkward. The other thing that I think people love on that line is, um, like, photos as place cards. Yeah, they're fun. Again, that takes some, like, organising. Oh, it does. That you have to, like, label who it is and stuff. But it's worth the effort, I think. Um, our gorgeous bride in um, a couple of weeks ago she actually she's an artist in her spare time and she made everyone a personalised picture like painted it and then we put them in escort cards which are really fun yeah and they were really good I think you have to explain what an escort card is an escort card is an alternative table plan option that is I think it's started like in America whereas you go to a table and you pick up your name during your drinks reception usually open your name and inside in an envelope in an envelope <laughs> or in a tenfold place card or in any form of thing and you pick it up turn it over or open it and then your number for your table is on the back so rather than you looking at a table plan we've done it on tiles so you pick your name off of the tile you turn the tile over and you're table five so you know where you're going they're quite fun people do they're it with fun. cocktails on a cocktail board Pick up your drink, pick up your toast glass, and off you yep. go. There's loads of different things you can do. It research escort cars; they're quite fun. I prefer them to table plans. Yeah, no, I think I prefer them to table. They're table fun. Plans. Yeah, I think just like generally doing something a bit different that people aren't expecting always creates like a bit of a buzz and a bit of an atmosphere. Yeah, I had somebody this year do merch, which oh, everybody fun. loved. They were fun. like the most comfy sweatshirts that had oh, like that. their like wedding like it was a sketch that was like for one weekend only at blah 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 i love that personalization i always love um i did this festival i mentioned it before but i did this festival wedding in the summer and on day day two um we had cups made and we had the illustration they had an illustration of themselves and we had them made. they were fairly cost effective as well mm. uploaded the um illustration onto the cup and then everyone took their cup away with them and they were going up to the beer keg and filling up their beer. I don't know if I want to, like, try and think of other things because I think that, like, I think that's the main stuff. And, like... If it's coming... If it's not coming naturally, I feel like we should stop. It's just, like, it steps too far into that organised fun thing. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, I think... Like, you don't want to try too hard. There's always going to be something else that you can do. Yeah. But I think we just think about the things that come to our minds and on that note thank you goodbye i just like the most anti-cringe person and i think if you do some of this stuff too much or take it too seriously it becomes really cringe the only actually the last thing i would say is that like good music choices and and like having music really 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 makes a difference i agree even if it's a playlist that's on while you're having your drinks reception or something like that like know your audience know your age group like actually if we did we were at the same wedding. Mm-hmm. A 90s R&B. Oh. Like Usher and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, also Garage Hour. Yeah. Delish. Like, chuck all that in. People love mm-hmm. that. We had um, a bride who was massive into her techno. She had a techno hour. A lot Each of, to their own. Exactly. A lot of people. It was definitely for a certain crowd. But um, they decided but to... Put someone Eileen on. 
Yeah. And I'll be on the dance floor. I love dance floor. Silent disco is a really good way around that, though, because you can have multiple music channels on a... But the re- one of the reasons we did that was because the groom was really into Scar and oh, then he yeah. could have his own music on one channel yeah. and then there was other stuff and like his friends who like that could tune into that one too. Yeah, good fun. Anyway, anyway, may your weddings be fun and joyful. And may the odds be ever in your favour. <laughs> <laughs>